You're listening to the Mobcast Network. the weekly mopcast roadcast edition roadcast roadcast so i'm hanging out uh with some friends we're in the middle of pensacola florida in a jeep truck what is this thing xterra it's an xterra 2006 still running (laughs) the door doesn't stay open shout out to to 2006 (laughs) the year of the fine car Uh, this episode is brought to you by Convergence. It's a movie made by the guy who's driving. Yep. You want to You can kind of get it on iTunes. It's on iTunes. And Best Buy. You can get it at Best Buy. And yeah, it's everywhere. Um, you like to watch movies that aren't horror movies, but are marketed as horror movies, and it's really more of a paranormal thriller. <laughs> so if you're into paranormal thriller and want to find one, go to your paranormal thriller section of your favorite paranormal thriller <laughs> store. <laughs> yeah. There we go. You have a Walmart paranormal thriller section. <laughs> if Wal- Walmart has a paranormal th- thriller section, it's they- where the Bibles are. <laughs> oh. oh, hey! I don't know if science fiction. Uh, oh. <laughs> I was trying to do an Andrew Dice Clay. That's what I'm saying. Like Not my joke, it's horror joke. I just stole it. It's on loan. <laughs> it's, on loan. <laughs> it's on loan. He's in Iceland or Greenland or a land with some cold. He's somewhere that we're not technically allowed to say. We got to cease and desist. Oh, that sucks. He yeah, really he's did. working on that new movie. <laughs> yeah, we got to see. He's working on the greatest American hero. <laughs> Don't even start the rumor. I love that. Show. <laughs> I think this is the right way. Right. I really hope so. So we're now leaving ITN. We have been. Uh, we got to enjoy the first day of Pensacon, which was pretty cool. Yeah, for a con. Yeah. Fun. I got to meet Dave Dorman, which I kind of you know fanboyed over. That was fun. Uh, I saw Michael Rooker. Yeah, just walking around with a hat on. Trying not to look like Michael Rooker, but you use but his voice. You can well, deny. Like, tell it's Michael Rooker. I just needed him to say, "Season's over, asshole." Just <laughs> the line from Cliffhanger is very important to me. It's what shaped me as a filmmaker. Right. I, uh, I just wanted to just reenact scenes from the Replacement trilogy. Oh, I love that movie. I know the movie's great. It's one of my favorite movies. I got a Blu-ray. It's one of my all-time favorite action films ever made. Period. We should do that as a Bros. Booze movies. I'm totally into that. <laughs> Have you ever seen it? Uh, well, well, you have to be on the episode. Well, the sound you're about to hear is Chris getting flunked from the car. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can introduce him to it. Uh, behind me is uh, composer Chris Lott. What's up, buddy? You're not really going why you're talking to me. There's a whole podcast level of, you know, six or seven people and a Mothman that listen to us pretty regularly. Oh, you have a Mothman? We have a Mothman. Seriously. Yeah, seriously. So we made jokes on our second episode of the Mothcast about the Mothman because he is... Yeah, Point Pleasant was like, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour away from where we recorded. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so we made some jokes about it. And then suddenly on Twitter, we had the Mothman start talking to us. Oh. Oh, that's amazing. And I'm just was like. Was No. <laughs> it's just West Virginia Mothman. I'm like, oh. uh, first of all, at that time, I was happy that anybody was listening to us. So we're kind of monster friendly here on the podcast. That's great. I, I am a big, uh, I have a good relationship with Squatchy. Just <laughs> Well, I mean, that's what he likes to be. Most people, the problem is most people call him Bigfoot, and he finds that to be offensive. 
and so he prefers to be called Squatchy. Right. Now, you're saying this in a very personal manner. Oh, well, we've talked to him a, a few times. So, you know, he tweets every now and then. The Mothman that comes out every every now and then and tweets to us. Sorry, I, I occasionally have, actually have to care about driving. <laughs> well, I mean, I understand that. Well, you're driving. Just making sure that my are not pulling out. They're like redlining. Oh, good. The first, the first whole chunk is... Uh, Squatchy sound. Right, but I can fix that. <laughs> I hope. It's um, well, it just makes it sound like like we just left Bourbon Street, like like party drunk stuff. We should totally do a New Orleans one. Oh, God. The problem I have with New Orleans, it's a lovely city. It's one of the greatest culinary institutions in the world, in my opinion. Their food there is amazing. Right. I just, Bourbon Street and I don't get along because I actually don't like to smell like piss. <laughs> it's, I mean, maybe it's just me. Oh, okay, I, I believe you. I, all right, so I have a similar story about piss and bourbon street. Okay. So, I, me and a friend uh, went to New Orleans uh, two years ago. It was right before Christmas. It was like the 21st or 22nd of December. We had an unusual warm snap. Uh, snap. It, was, it had rain, but it was like 66, 65 degrees in the evening. It was wonderful. And he had just gotten back from getting out of the army. He just got back from Afghanistan, so we were playing that card up. Like my buddy was in Afghanistan, card, you know. <laughs> and um, so we, you know, we were walking down. We were walking down Bourbon Street, and you know, Bourbon Street is partially bars, partially strip clubs. Right. And so as you're walking, you pretty much hear drink, 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 titty, 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 drink, 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 titty, titty, come in here, come in here, see the titties and drink. That's pretty much what it is, right? <laughs> well, you know, if you've ever been to a strip club, you know how these things work. You, Yes, you, you can come in for free, but you're not leaving with, that, with your wallet. It's kind of the situation where you're, and honestly for me, it's like the only pair of breasts I would like to see is somebody I'm with. I don't really want to see, I'm not really into ones that I can't touch without paying for? <laughs> well, no. I mean, there's too much of an investment. Strip club strip, strip club titties require more investment than a relationship. Right, right. I agree. Totally agree. So, you know, it's, it's just a, you know, it's just a cost analysis. It's just not worth it, right? Right, exactly. So, in the in the, in the sea of uh, titty, 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 there was a little mousy voice you know, like $2 beer. <laughs> and I was like, did I hear $2 beer? Like, like I had like Indian sonar hearing. <laughs> I was like, stop white man. I hear the fire water talk. Jeez. That's amazing. <laughs> and so we go, we find this, it's, it's literally a beer stand. It's in the between of two strip clubs. It's kind of in a recess that they built into an alleyway. There's this weird hipster chick who's got a thousand piercings and a story to tell. And so we drank $2, just shitty beer, but $2 beer, drinking $2 beer for hours. All three of us talk. So we pay. It's getting like 4 o'clock in the morning. We pay. And we have to get to the hotel because I have to sleep some of this off so I can drive in a few hours. And I'm, I'm, I will say pleasantly I was inebriated. So before we leave, my buddy's like, I have to use the restroom. She's a bar, uh, she's like a bar 
like it's like a stand. There's no restrooms. Right. But she's next to, to, to this gentleman's club, and she's like, let me ask if he can go in. So she asks for permission. He gets to go in and pee, and she asks if I have to go. I did not at the time. That's important to the story. <laughs> oh, no. I also was sitting down at a bar stool the entire time. Oh, and I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I don't have to. I, no, I don't. I don't. I don't feel the need. And so, I, we paid. We got up. We started walking. Block later, my bladder was going. Hey, just just want you to know, it's under control now. But you may want to think about dealing with me in a little bit. We're good. We're good. On my bladder, sweet. I have mastered you since I was about two. We got this. We have this. <laughs> we, we, we've got it, right? We're, we're together, buddy. You and me, 36 years. We got this. We got this. I don't know, 150 feet later, 200 feet. The ladder shows me another side. I was like, um, okay, I, I know I told you that it was okay, but... I didn't realize how much you had ingested, and now it's kind of trying to come in, and I only have so much room. Uh, this party's getting out of this control. This party's getting out of control. <laughs> I'm going to have to kick some people out. <laughs> so I need you to be on a lookout for somewhere we can drop these folks off. And I'm like, Platter, I got this. Hotel's a couple blocks away. We can make. We can do a couple blocks. Letters like, cool, I got this. I, I can maintain the party. Two, three hundred feet later, Bladder's like, okay, red alert, red alert. <laughs> red alert, the party's in. We are at capacity and you've got more coming. <laughs> Something's going to have to give and I'm not even by now. We got to, you've got to make some life decisions. <laughs> so, I, if you know anything about the Bourbon Street, it's like, no one has a public bathroom. Just, you have to pay it anyway. And I, yep. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> so I look and I find a stack a of um, a stack of uh, trash cans behind this an Italian restaurant. So oh, this is this is going <laughs> south very quickly. <laughs> and the stack, the the st- stack of trash cans were about yay high, yay being a little more than my waist. So if I had to um, help this party move along, I would be concealed. Right, right. I would, you know, I would. You'd, you'd have a plus one to concealment. Right, I would have a plus one to concealment also. So I tapped my buddy. I was like, "All right, Paul, I'm going to go take care. I got just nature. You know, what do you do?" He's like, "Sorry." So I, I get to my designated spot, and like a wolf, I'm going to mark it. Right. <laughs> Right. And I start marking. The problem was, I had not even started unbuttoning anything. (laughs) The party was coming out. No, it's just like, it was like, this is acceptable. (laughs) No. You know, you know, I did want to add, I found a spot. <laughs> I'm here at the spot. I'm missing a step. I didn't realize that I'm missing a step doesn't occur to me until I'm like, holy shit, I'm pissing my pants. 
of uh, look step one, step one with the little checklist. Right, right, right. The bladder has a checklist. Right. Uh, emergency procedure. Right. Step one. Right, because... Find a spot. Step two. Remove pits. Uh, we we, we kind of talked about this in the uh, the giant podcast we did. So think about like inside out and potty training. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So so those little balls of the the, the steps you do. Or that's what was good. My bladder was like, all right, all right, all right. This memory means we do this and that's right. do it. But one of them got dropped on the floor. <laughs> well, they were, you, you had liquor. They were going all over the place. <laughs> so, and, and, and you're aware of this because you, you, you are party training your child, your toddler right now. Right. There's that moment where I sobered up real quick and like a potty training mo- mother trying to pull down the pants. Oh my God! <laughs> it doesn't help. No, 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 it doesn't. It's kind of like uh, when you're driving on the highway. There's a, there's an old thing when I lived in Missouri. Like if a deer steps in front of you, you just hit the deer. Because right. trying to stop and swerve right. is going to cause more damage. Right. You've committed. Uh, right. Just commit to the pants. Right. <laughs> but pants. but no 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 no. But see, you know, I have dignity. I have I have to preserve some <laughs> dignity. Right. I'm a man. I can't. I'm not a baby. I bought alcohol. They they sold it to me. I'm not an infant. They won't do that to an infant. Right. <laughs> So, well, in Alabama. We're in New Louisiana. Oh. That's so. So I, I achieved the goal just a little late. However, some of the uh, uh, urine escaped the pants and landed where it should have been in the trash can. <laughs> so I end the story by saying that while I didn't pee my pants in Home Bourbon Street, I. Mostly, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> I wasn't like a complete well, bladder loss. It was like an eighty percent. I not the look as, as, as not a fan of the smell of piss. I would like to thank you for being <laughs> in your pants <laughs> and containing said uh, urine from street. Uh, right, flow. right. I was trying to be respectable. Yeah, I, it's think, not, I don't even think that's part of the Green Party. I'm like, right, exactly. I think, you know, it's not my fault that they had no public bathrooms on that street. It's right. Not my fault. Right. So, so, you know, that's what happens, New Orleans. That's what happens. <laughs> so the flip side is I have to walk to the hotel uh, nonchalantly yeah. in pee pants. You know what, though? It's kind of acceptable in New Orleans. That's the saving grace. No one probably questioned. Right. Or look care or look or look care, but you know, you're self-conscious. Sure. It's like, oh man, I have failed. And the sting. <laughs> right, right. It's the sting, isn't it? Right. And so Wow, look at this traffic. But I, I won't lie. The first thing I did when I got to the hotel was not immediately to change. Oh no. Oh, this is already did you pass out. I no, 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 because you know, no, I didn't pass out. I did text my friend the bar wench and sent her a picture of my pants with a tag of, look what happened to me. What was her response? Is that what I think is like, is that what I think it is? I'm like, well, depends on what you think it is. Yeah. Delightful. Yeah, so yeah, so I, uh, I mostly pissed my pants on Bourbon Street. Well, you know what? It happens. Right. I'm not ashamed. I, um, it's a funny story. People are laughing because of it. I, it's a trade-off. Right, and my bladder you, brought you, joy to the world. You exchange one experience for another, 
and if it generates laughs or a story, I think that's kind of a part of. Uh, I mean, honestly, you know, I'm just saying me. But if ISIS heard this story, I bet you they would lay down their arms. They could be <laughs> right. You could stop <laughs> no. world wars with a pee pants. So right, they're laughing because we understand. We all do it. Yeah, and they would give me the Nobel. Piss prize. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, the puns continue. I, uh, I have a couple of uh, questions. <laughs> oh, dear. Not related to urine. Oh, good. Okay, okay it's Drew Hall's question are, hour. These are Pentacon questions. All right, Pentacon questions. And general con and fandom questions. Right. Is that not what we cover on your show? That's sir? what we do. We are we are the podcast network. We are we fandom-based. And I am, I am by no means, let me fire a quick disclaimer, I'm by no means making fun of anything. I legitimately have questions that I've entered into my notepad <laughs> while we're driving. Uh, all right, okay. eyes on the road. What yeah. is the obsession at cons with artwork in which you have two famous characters. I usually typically see male, which is fine. Two famous characters engaged in kissing activities. I just was curious if, if right. again, I'm not, it's not a derogatory against whatever. All right, all right, I got you. I'm just I'm curious. Kidding. I've seen it a lot and it seems to be somewhat of a, it's a trend thing. I've seen right. it with supernatural characters. I think brothers. Yep. No, but it's usually um, Isha Barton. See, I don't watch this. I've seen one episode of Supernatural. Oh, the wow. first no, and no, and not because I don't want to. I've watched the first one twice. I'm like, with all intention, they're like, yeah, I should get into this, and never do. <laughs> I really enjoyed it, but but I watched it. I think I jumped on uh, season three. Right. Yeah. Um, but and I don't watch it anymore. I, I got tired. I, I just was curious. Do you guys have any knowledge of this? Outside of the, uh, between, of, I guess, what, Rule 37 for the internet? Is it, is it the one that, that if anything can be sexualized, it will be sexualized? And two, I think, uh, you know, besides sex sells, I think there's that. And I think, I think taboo sells, especially cons, because cons are, while they are more and more acceptable, they're still kind of underground. Right. And so you can kind of get away with that. So, you know, regardless of how you feel about it, I think that's, that's the reason why. Yeah, you and I'm do not, it. Ju- it's right, not I'm a not judgment that. passing, it's a legitimate. I'm just curious question. I am by no means, I don't care. Right. I just happened to notice there was a, a, a very well done painting. Very well done. Let me stress how good this painting was. Right, like one day you'll see this like in the New York Museum of Art. It could be a moment like thing. a hundred yeah. years It from could years. totally. But it was Kirk and Spock engaged in full on tongue kissing. Ooh. Fascinating. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I just. The, the title of the painting was fascinating. Fascinating. Logical. <laughs> logical. 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 I would go the other direction. If that's what they're into. I just was curious. Yeah, okay. I've never thought about it. It's something that... Uh... I mean, I did my artwork today, and I bought artwork of Princess Leia and her, her soon-to-be ex-husband frozen in a chocolate bar. So what does that tell you about me? <laughs> which which is a brilliant segue into my next thing. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is this is a little segment I'm self-imposing called Drew Talks About Pentacon. <laughs> All right. And I've been to a lot of cons, so I'm, I'm not chattering it off. Um, this young... So we were standing by the, the Jawas... Stand up, right? Had the 501st was yeah, there. If you check my Instagram, you can see pictures of Mop with Jawas. There we go. So, we're at the exact thing, and in the background is Han Solo frozen in carbonite. Right. These two young kids walk by. This is a face palm moment for me. And they say, Oh, check it out. There's Ben Solo. Oh. Okay. Oh. Well, at least they got 
part of it, right? No. But, but it, is it not, not a little weird? Like, doesn't that kind of, in part of you, react no. slightly? No, no. Pun is gone, and you're going to call him, confuse him with Ben? I... And then someone corrected her, and she was like, oh yeah, Han Solo, whatever his name is. Whatever his name is? Whatever his name is, he's on solo. solo. That reminds me of just a mis, uh, the, the misspeaking of the names for people who are not fans kind of thing. Yeah. So I'm in a Walmart back when this is back when like um, the first X Men movie come out. Did you pee in this Walmart too? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't have very many urine stories. Um, but uh, we were looking at action figures, and uh, this high school girls were near us looking at um, X Men action figures. And they looked at one of Rogue, and they went, Oh, look, it's Anna Paquin as Rogway. No. <laughs> Rogway? Rogway. That, that was at least 16 years ago, and I will never forget that. I was like, if I, need a, if I ever get a band, I want to name it Rogway. <laughs> and my first album would Anna Paquin. <laughs> Anna Paquin is... If I will play drums for you, if you will form this band... Can We're we dress, Rogway! Can we dress up as X-Men? But badly, like bad X-Men. Actually, X-Mans? <laughs> X-Mans. Rogway and the X-Mans! <laughs> that that's the greatest record! That's the, I'm in! Rogway and the X-Mans. Okay, alright, to be insensitive for a second. So does that mean we have to be trans transgender? <laughs> I'm okay with that. I, I'm okay so with like, so being X-Men. Oh, <laughs> Rockway and the X. Yeah. Man, <laughs> that's even better. And all we do is Rocky Horror covers. Oh, yeah, work? all right. Well, I'm with it. I'm with it. I've actually never seen Rocky Horror. Really? What? No. You see at least once, but, yeah. but I've never experienced the you theater got, thing either. You gotta do the theater thing. Yeah. You gotta do it. I've heard all these stories. I've never um, actually done it. Pensacola Little Theater used to do it every year. I don't know if they still do, but if they do it in Halloween, we'll, we'll have to go. But, there's a thing about it. Rocky Horror, never watch it alone because it doesn't make no, no. damn sense. It is because there's things you have to do with it. There's there's bits and jokes that go along with it. Right. So you have to watch it with a crowd or you lose it. Well, that's what I've heard. I just, uh, I, I, I was talking to Max, uh, who owns the Crescent Theater. I know Max. And uh, I was talking to Max and during Mardi Gras because they, you know, the theater doesn't get any patrons typically. They do seven nights of Rocky Horror, and they do the full kit and caboodle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know and he was like, you should come. The problem is, uh, now, my bedtime is when most people are going out. Because that's what, that's that's how I live now. I live, I live for Home Depot, and no, I don't even know how to, I can't do anything. It's a waste of me. Home Depot is legitimate. Like, I, I'm, like, lost in Home Depot. I have no idea what anything is. I can use a saw. Kind of. I understand the principles. A hammering is easy. Uh, don't hold the nail. And, yeah, hold the nail. And don't hit your nope. head. Doesn't work. Painting. Uh, I will show you some some of my skill as a painter, and I will let you evaluate, and you can make the determination. I, and I'm not talking about artistic painting. I'm referring to painting objects to make them look better in your environment. I got you. Like, because you know, in a past life, I was a house painter for ten years. So, interior, exterior. No, trust me. I don't, I don't have you. Was this before or after? During. Oh, yeah. <laughs> great. Um, my last little Comic-Con bit is, uh, for Phoenix, or for, uh, for Pensacon, is um, the thing I love about cons is also the thing I love about cons. And I say that with the, you know what I love about cons? Kind of the, the absolute 
absurdity of the prices of crap that is being sold there right. oh, is yeah. mind-boggling to me. Oh, yeah, there's a market premium for lots of stuff. And most of it, you know, it's a shame because at the time, like, I go to look for, for random things that I'll never see again. Right. Usually I go to artist tables or, you know, right. vendors that, that might build their own, you know, uh, leather hats. I don't know, just making stuff up. Right. Well. But, like, that's what I'm looking for. But when you walk around and, and the prices of items are, are so, like, exponentially higher, isn't that a little absurd? Well, you know, I look at it this way. It's like a convenience store. There's a premium on convenience. So I, I think I think part of this is like I think the, inter, the internet has kind of ruined us in some ways and sometimes ruined that market too. Because in, in the old days before the internet, you'd go to a con and you could you get stuff that you could never get anywhere else. Right. And you'd pay a premium for that. So right. if, you know, if I wanted a, a rare you know a rare action figure that I couldn't get at my local Walmart, I'd pay $10, $50 extra for it now. Yep. But because of the internet, the way it's done, like with eBay and stuff, everything has kind of got crazy anyway. So I mean, I saw stuff that were like, you know, I saw a Ray figure that was like 35 bucks. And the reason why the Ray figure is 35 bucks is because all the, the vendors buy them out before they get to the public. And so they can put the premium on it. Right, and so I don't think that's cool either. I mean, well, it's like I, I, I there's very few figures. I'll buy stuff. Uh, I'm a big Sam Keith, who's a comic book artist. I'm Sam. Yeah, yeah. Sam Keith is my favorite artist, so I'll, I'll buy. I'll pay premiums for his work, and I get that. And if it, if it's his work, but even like finding old Max figures mm -hmm. is sometimes challenging. Um, and so you know, every once in a while I'll see one, and I'll, I'll consider purchasing. But like I saw a Snoba Fett, and this was Boba Fett in the Ku Klux Klan outfit. <laughs> so the Ralph McQuarrie one, right? Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, the Ralph McQuarrie. Yeah. And you know, just the seeing prototype. That, yeah. the prototype thing. But obviously, it's a it's a recreation. It's not the actual prototype. No, no, but no, it's a no, it's a it's a Kenner made a, or Hasbro made a, a, a limited series. I think they were Walgreens exclusives, but. Um, for the Macquarie prototype um, Boba Fett figure. Oh. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's an official release. No, I, I, I understand. I just, it wasn't like like the, the actual rocket firing prototype. The, right, 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 right. The, the, right. the golden standard of all toys right. based off of rocket yeah, pack. No, this, and this is a prototype from like the, the concept sketch. So what they, that's what that means. That's a, and I'm a big Macquarie fan. Like, I love Rob Macquarie. Oh, yeah. Big influencer. But, um, no, yeah, there's something else. I saw some other stuff, though, because, oh, the one I like, I, I, it was 35 bucks, and I just couldn't justify 35, because I'd like, I because then here's like, I like opening stuff. I like can't spend 35 bucks on an action figure and then open it. Feels That's good. exactly my point. And feel good about opening it. I don't want to, I, I used to collect, I used to keep things packaged, but I'm like, ah, no, I don't want to open this. Pose it. Whatever. Yeah, it's my toy. I can do whatever the hell I want with it. <laughs> I had a buddy. I had a buddy who was a extreme GI Joe. He's like diehard. He still is to a degree. And he would buy GI Joe figs and big Cobra guy. So he would build massive Cobra armies. So he would buy one of them to always keep box, but he would end up buying like ten to fifteen Cobra troops so he could actually build. Like you know, he had twenty BATs. He had, you know, 25 or something regular 
uh, Cobra. Right. And he would collect, so he could build armies and he would take, he would stage his armies and take pictures. We had thousands upon thousands of dollars invested into his G.I. Joe. And uh, unfortunately for him, the day he left, he was going on a family trip to Disney, his house burned down. And where those were sitting, I you not, I don't know if he still has it, is a big charred block O plastic. Oh, that's uh, sad. It actually looks like, and there's partial figures and like heads. And so it looks like a, something from the thing or the blob. Ah! Yeah. And it's just, it's all in disguise. They're all, they just all perished in a house fire. Apparently Toy Story is not a true story. Or if it is, how horrifying is that blob thing? Yeah, right? Kill us! Yeah. It's awful. I don't want to think about it, but I am. Wow. I get off on this tangent. Look, my kid watches so much Toy Story. So she has, I've told this story before, but, but I'll, I'll share yeah. it again with Mopcast. She has this kid, and she loves this cheap piece of crap kid that has a plastic endoskeleton, right? And its little skeleton, you know, helps it move, and then the kitten hops and goes meow, 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 meow. She loves it. Right. Well, she got it the day, she got it on Christmas Day, and the day she got it, her uh, her cousin-in-law, whatever, even second cousin, dropped it and broke its foot. So now we have a lame kitten, but she still carries around this lame kitten. And when you turn it on, it doesn't hop anymore. It just goes in a circle because it can't complete the process. Oh. So this little cat, and, and she's like, look at the cat, daddy. She's just so proud of this little cat with a main leg. Right, because that's what you do. If, you're, if, if she had a main leg and she could just go in circles, you'd be proud too. Well, we tried to perform. I actually had the cat laid out on a little makeshift operating table. I had my wife peel, help me cut very carefully the leg and peel back the fur. And we went in for full-on procedure to repair the cat. Wow. It failed miserably. Now the cat has a glued leg that kind of sticks sticks out to the side. Sticks out to the side. Kid still loves it. My wife wants to throw it away, but I can't, and I'm going full circle here, because of the movie Toy Story. I have they have made me personify toys in a way that I don't want to think about a poor toy kitten. Right. Animatronic kitten why don't you love me yeah it's depressing <laughs> i used to have an owner named finley and then my leg broke broke and her parents threw me away the worst part she carries around she'll carry around my phone and she'll listen to jesse's song oh. Oh. Carrying that cat. when she oh loved God. me when somebody loved me everything <laughs> was beautiful <laughs> meanwhile the wife's like throw that damn cat away no 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 Sarah McGoffin says no! You have no heart, woman! <laughs> oh. I just painted my wife in a delightful picture. I don't know if she listens to the Mopcast Network. She kind of, she might. She listens to a lot of podcasts. And I gave her voice is, is slightly... I kind of felt like I channeled a little bit of... What was it back then? Mumra! Ancient <laughs> spirits of evil. That was banned in my household when I was a kid. Danny Prince, really? Really? Yep. Why? Because he said ancient spirits of evil. Ah. Uh, right. Ah. Uh. So we weren't allowed to watch the other I, I got in trouble. I had uh, a Destro figure that had the gold head and the cape. Uh, and uh, I had no Darth Vader figures. And I was a big Star Wars fan. So I would just line up my guys and have him be my Vader. And, you know, he's Lord Vader. Right. And so I like, guess my Lord. I was like, like, there's only one Lord. Don't call Destro Lord. <laughs> I'm like, I but, 
but that's what they say, you know. Yeah. Lord doesn't just mean God. It means, you know. King. Right, God. Yeah, right. In position of power. Right. You know, you know it's like sir. Well, say sir. What? No, this is like. No one says sir Vader. Right, sir. No one says that. <laughs> sir Vader. <laughs> that sounds like a Spaceballs moment. Right. Sir Vader. We, uh. Yeah. Keep firing, assholes. Do you have any toy faux pas, Chris? Uh, no, actually, nothing was ever off limits in our house. <laughs> so you were doing cocaine at five? Yeah, pretty much. You know, there we go. And that's how my music career began. <laughs> so, do you have any favorite I toys? I started tripping out, and you know, no, I mean, I, oh, I, I, toy faux pas that that managed to make it into my house. Yeah, slime. Slime was banned to mine! Oh. Slime! But you my, know why? I know why now as a parent. Because it's terrible. Because that shit cleaning that shit up sucks! Right, so. Uh, Dude, slime is kinetic sand, by the way. Oh, oh, really? oh, oh, oh. oh buddy. Seems like a good idea. <laughs> Seems like a good idea. Oh, check it out. It all sticks together. It's like plain sand. Right. Hell no. <laughs> Those little fingers are like tweezers of hell, and they separate each individual grain and scatter them perfectly across the universe. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, shit. Yeah. No, I, you were talking about favorite toys. Yeah, well, I was... Well, and and, and for, for us, and so slime, and slime was my, my parents hated slime. And every now and then, because you know, at the time you could get in the bubblegum machines, and you quarter you get a little. Oh, and it smelled. Like, Remember the smell? smell? Like, was like, yeah, but you didn't care. You're like, I'm gonna douse Duke in this shit. It's gonna. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. Quick kick's gotta get out. <laughs> Carver Commander's fucking these people up tonight. <laughs> but no, um, I managed to convince my father, who I think at the time was just like, wanted me to shut the hell up. Right. I got a Hordak slime pit from Masters of the Universe. Holy so, smokes. So it, and, and this is how I sold it, is like, oh dad, the slime won't get anywhere because it had a slime trap. So they put the slime at the top of the dinosaur head, it would snot out this yes. slime yes. onto your He-Man guys, and then would go safely quote unquote into the pit itself yeah so I don't remember the year it came out and I played with toys probably longer than I than I should have yeah <laughs> and I'm a filmmaker right it's just it's kind of our thing yeah, yeah. Uh, do you what remember you what, do you still play with toys no comment <laughs> Disney Infinity that's all I'm gonna say um, is uh um do you remember, wasn't there a Toxic Avenger cartoon? Yes. yes. Okay. 91. So 91. Right. I remember playing, I had, I somehow, even though my parents should have, if anything you're going to ban in life, it is trauma films. Right. Oh, yeah. from, from a parent to a kid. Right. Because obviously the, the, it's, it's free breasts and pretty graphic content. Right. So but not the cartoon. The cartoon is pretty safe. The cartoon, I was able to secure myself a, a Toxie. They called him Toxic. Oh, right. Taxi! Right. And I had a Toxic Adventure toy. Right. And so what I would do is, I would play with some slime, and the slime would touch, my favorite G.I. Joe was Falcon. And Falcon would become the Toxic Adventure. Lieutenant Falcon! And he would become the Toxic Adventure, uh, voiced by Don Johnson. Oh, he's in. We did a Bros. Booze movies for G.I. Joe the movie. It's so bad. I love it. Like, like on, to go on this tangent, if, if, um, what studio have, has G.I. Joe? Hasbro. I don't know what like the studio. 
If Paramount would just let me go ahead, I would make the greatest Cobra Law G.I. Joe movie. I can make that shit work. Because G.I. Joe shouldn't have, like, the geopolitical crap. Because that's never what you play. You know, terrorist group and some dudes. And then just put some snake monsters in it. Yeah, I'm down. I'm totally down. You know, like, yeah, that's that's what I want. Yeah. I want a Galabio as a nemesis enforcer to fight a Sergeant Slaughter type guy. Think about how violent that cartoon was. Oh, no, right? The blood, the blood when, uh, who's in the game? Is it Duke? Duke. Duke takes it in the heart, and there's, like, full-on blood splatter. Right. That's, so, um, they're shooting lasers, they're not shooting bullets. Well, they're, just, no, they're like, tracers. Yeah, 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 I read yeah. a thing about it. They were always supposed to be tracers. So, the, um... The snake, well, because he took a snake to the heart, so yeah, the Spentor yeah, yeah. spears him with a snake that becomes erect. And, and hey, wow, <laughs> let's not talk about that. That's what happens. Spentor wow. snake went erect, and then he pierced him <laughs> in the heart. And so, um, so originally Duke was supposed to die. That's why that snake that is in there. Wow. Because, right, because Hasbro at the time was of the of the mindset of. Oh well, we're we're introducing a new line of toys. That's why there's Falcon and and yep. and, and uh, Jinx and all those. Those are supposed to be the new wave of GI Joes. So this was in production while Transformers the movie had reached theaters. And when the kids were losing their shit over Optimus Prime, they did a rewrite and put him in a coma. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, because they're like, oh, kids are. I guess kids get attached to this stuff. <laughs> this well, I understand bad, that. This was a bad idea. Well, they, Hasbro didn't. I mean, Optimus Prime died because they're like, oh, well, we're ending one toy line and starting another. That's, in Hasbro's mind, that's what it was. Wow. It wasn't like a dramatic effect. They're like, man, nah, we're not making Optimus Primes anymore. So. They also killed Horse and Wells in that movie. Right. That was that, his last role, movement, Right. right. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to say. Um, I like Orson just, Welles. Just, but... to, just to add in, the slide pick came in 1985. Yep. Uh, at Has one of the greatest comics. Because well, the great thing about the Masters Universe, yeah, you have the comics with it. Yeah. Which is now they're all you. You can get them now. Dark Horse printing them all out in a, in a trade. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, in hardback. Yeah, I'll send you the link on Amazon. Oh, that's amazing. It's like 20 bucks, but you get them all, and it's full yeah. size. It's, they're, awesome. they're, it's full sized. And so. This is gonna get a little tricky. They're just going to Hardy's. Yeah, I'm just getting some food. Or my truck, one or the other. Well, I think we're at the end of our journey of our practice, this short podcast. Uh, we've talked a lot about Pentacon. Pants pissing. Pants pissing. And slime. And G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Toys. Um, uh, you can follow me at, at Scotty White. You can follow the network at, at Mobcast Network. You can follow Drew at Tesla Punk on Twitter. On Twitter. And Chris. He was very quiet but he was always thinking music. Yeah. Exactly. So the whole time this is going off, I had a whole background score going That he was going to sing and I'll just add to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plug it in post. Uh, <laughs> let's go look at it. This is our contribution to the multiverse. Come out and make yours.
Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.